ladies and gentlemen. Pay attention. This is your boy, the coach from the WWE. I would like to welcome you to the very first wrestling podcast in the world to take you on a weekly deep dive in the classic matches along with legends of the squared circle. Enjoy the discussion. Enjoy the back and forth. There's so much to get into. Ladies and gentlemen, this is The Payoff. Welcome everyone to an all new episode of The Payoff. I'm Tom, that's Jeff, and we are covering the second to last match ever in Shawn Michaels' career. You see what I Crazy. did? Crazy. I, I did, yes. <laughs> yep, absolutely. Because the horrible tag match he did in Saudi Arabia? Yeah, we're not going to count that. It wasn't. That tag match was not as bad as people make it out to be, but it wasn't good. And, and the it, problem, it, the problem is you can't put four old timers in the ring together. You put the Undertaker in there with AJ Styles. You put, you know, Goldberg in there with Kevin Owens. I, I, I just, just, just Austin and Owens, right? I mean, you, you, you pair these. You can't put, you know, Taker and Goldberg together. It just, it just doesn't work. And so. That that miss yeah that that was just not good. And it's a shame because I mean Sean was good. It's not like oh he was out of wind that he wasn't really good. Dude, he could go right now and have a thirty minute match, and you know I still want him to wrestle again. But anyway, so we're yep. at the retirement match. Um, looking forward to this. Looking forward to covering this. You know, obviously this is not talked about like the first match was the year prior at WrestleMania twenty five. Mm-hmm. Um, we know this is going to be a great match. Um, so I'm excited to cover it. What about you? Yeah, absolutely. Like you said, I think it's interesting. You know, we had the 25 match and then getting a rematch. It's rare uh, to see like it get announced as early as it did. I, you know, that's a conversation we can have during the match about what that's the the way to go or not. But um, yeah, I think this is just one that kind of exciting WrestleMania season doesn't stop for us, even though, you know, uh, the official road has ended. We still got a few mania matches and this is one that, yeah, just excited to excited to cover. Well, yeah, me, me too. Um, I'm looking forward to this one. A lot for us to cover. Before we get into the build, plug our shit for us, please. Yeah, of course. Like As everybody knows, Manscaped.com been with us for a very long time and continuing that partnership. Oh, years now, I think. Yeah, I know. Just like the show, man. We're we're this is 190. We're approaching 200. You know, we got we got big things lined up, and so, um, but of course, Manscaped been there for us uh, since you know over half of that. It feels like, and so, um, definitely go check out their store. There is all kinds of new stuff right now. Like they have dropped. Uh, you know, just the, 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 the beard trimmer is out there is now they've got the updated nose hair trimmer. Um, it just all kinds of good stuff like the beard and grooming kit I bought myself. It's fantastic. And so, um, you know, Tom, Tom has not commented, commented on my new cut of just, uh, the mustache focus here. So, but that's okay. And I'm trying wow. out, trying yeah, out some, yeah, trying out some new things with the beard trimmer. And so, uh, the wife, not too happy happy about no beard but that's okay like uh, we'll, we'll see what happens here but um of course going to manscape.com using our code 
code. It's just payoff, like caps, lowercase, doesn't matter. Throw throw whatever you want in your cart uh, and make sure you use the promo code because there might be a different kind of lower, like 10% or something. We're giving you 20% off and free shipping your entire order. And so make sure that you're using the promo code payoff when you're checking out. It's going to get you 20% off, two zero. They don't even run that deal themselves and all kinds of good stuff. Whether you just want to, you know, get something and dip your toe in a little bit, maybe get, you know, the lawnmower, check it out. It's absolutely worth it. Um, Manscaped.com using that promo code payoff. And then, of course, two true classic tees, of course, seeing that yellow ad all the time on our Instagram, social media, all that stuff, like drawing you to it, not just T-shirts and things like that. They got all kinds of stuff. I just bought some new pajama pants as well, too, because my pair was getting old and the wife wasn't happy about it. And so uh, invested uh, in some new ones. And so making sure to use our code there um, as well, too, um, that one. Payoff 2.5 is getting you 25% off your order. And so make sure you're using that as well, too. Again, great stuff, all of it. People are like, oh, like, why would I spend that much on a T-shirt? Like, right, you know, why would I, you know, it's not worth it. It's absolutely worth it. It's good stuff. Like, people out there, like, you know, don't buy the cheap stuff because it just, it gets, you know, wash it a couple times and it looks bad. Like, this stuff does not, all kinds of colors, whatever you want. Again, that's true classic tees. We're using the promo code payoff25, the number's 25, getting you 25% off. So good stuff. Okay. All right. It's time for the build. Oh, it's time for the build. All right. We've already covered this show recently, so I'm I'm not going to get too deep into it. WrestleMania 26, Arizona, 72,000 in attendance. Um, I will share with you, Jeff, that uh, the match we're going to cover was far and away uh, the best match winner, uh, according to readers of The Observer. The mm-hmm. only other match that even got any votes was the Jericho Ed- Edge match that we recently covered. Yep. Uh, 77% thumbs up, only 6% thumbs down. So very well-received show. Worst match was the women's 10-person match, followed closely by Bret Hart. And Shawn Michaels, uh, Bret Hart, Mr. McMahon. Vince McMahon. Yes. Yep. So that's the story of this show. Um, I was there. Fun show. Uh, Jeff, you, you could you could go on for days and days about this, but how did we get to this match? Because man, so much <laughs> build. It's funny. Last week I was telling you. Yeah, it's funny. Last week I told you how Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart never had the build and the the storyline that they should have had. Okay. Mm-hmm. For, yep. for reasons. The opposite is this feud. You know, this feud, we got so many matches. We got the hell in a cell. We got the two big WrestleMania matches. You know, it would even move on to triple H for two WrestleMania matches with Sean refing the second one. So this story got told. That's the difference. You see what I'm saying? Yep. Absolutely. So in this one, so yeah, we do. We got to go all the way back to the previous WrestleMania, WrestleMania 25, where these guys had a match um, taking on each other. Uh, But of course, as we all know, the streak continued on that day and the Undertaker um, beating Shawn Michaels. Now at the, and that would have been 2000, uh, that show was 2009. And so in Texas, so um, 
This one, though, so of course, the 2009 Slammy Awards, of course, the opportunity to tell the story here. Uh, Michael said that he could still beat The Undertaker at Mania if they had a rematch. And so right away challenging him to a rematch at the Slammy Awards, uh, which they'd bring that back. I think some opportunities there as well, too. Um, but this is one where, yeah, it these guys... Like I said, we'll, we'll talk about how I feel about, you know, the, the immediate rematch or kind of calling your shot, if you will. But um, Undertaker continuing to refuse the, the rematch at this point. And so and then getting uh, Michaels getting involved in Undertaker's matches, um, attacking all kinds of different people like, you know, just kind of having things. So um, there was losing opportunities as well too to get the the title shot as well to a royal rumble elimination chamber qualifiers just all kinds of different things and so um actually and that was a big part of this was that elimination chamber match uh where he hit undertaker with the sweet chin music which got chris jericho beat him uh to win the world heavyweight championship at that time so after that Undertaker said, all right, enough is enough. You'll get your rematch. But adding the stipulation that if Michaels lost, he would have to retire. And so um, that and of course makes sense. He said that if I can't beat him, that it makes sense that, you know, I should retire plain and simple. Like this is what needs to happen. And so um, and then adding as well too a no DQ and no count out stipulation to this one as well, too. So these guys um, all kinds of stuff like, you know, just I kind of trying to one up the match from previous um it would have actually been the slammies actually took place in december and so they're you're really getting your build from you know while they had their at the match at wrestlemania from december until uh this show taking place in late march is when you're getting your build so while it wasn't you know calling it out the day after and you know what you're getting like something like it's still a, a long longer build than we're used to nowadays for these guys to say hey yeah we're gonna have a match and then adding stipulations to it so tight build you know a lot of other history there which we'll talk about during the match but yeah just good stuff well i'm pumped to cover this <clears throat> yes absolutely holds up to the other uh match so i'm ready when you are man I'm pulling it up again. Yeah, let's get rocking and rolling. Hours and twenty minutes of WrestleMania 26. Three hour and twenty minute mark of WrestleMania 26. Jeff, are you ready? Let's do it. All right, it's time for the payoff. Oh, it's time for the payoff. Undertaker at WrestleMania. Staring each other down. Iconic moment. Fast start. You know, uh, Meltzer brought up an interesting point, which is, you know, this was not like the Flair retirement in the sense of, yep, they only announced the stipulation a few weeks prior to the match. Yes, and, you know, it was it wasn't about this was not. I, I mean, no, people didn't believe Sean was going to lose. I, I didn't. I actually thought it was like 50-50 at best. I figured, okay, I guess streaks over. Yep, that's right. Everybody thought that. Yeah, like absolutely. Take her fat, looking coming off the ropes like a speedball, like oh, real yeah. fast here. Yeah. So, you know, so it was just it, it, 
it was again, it was not the farewell of Ric Flair because it didn't have that long build of retirement and people just didn't think he was retiring. So, you know, a lot different. Yeah, absolutely. So I said it in the preview, or, you know, we, we were talking about the build here. What are your thoughts on, like, this? so this match, you figure, okay, it had about a three-month kind of build to it. Um, there have been times in the past, of course, where, you know, they call it out, you know, a lot sooner than that. Do you think, and we've talked to about, like, maybe, like, Survivor Series leads to, you know, a match as well to WrestleMania or something like that. But do you feel that there is a need for to at least have a couple matches where, the build is, you know, it starts a little bit earlier. Like, you know, it, I've, they've really, with Cody, they kind of put themselves in that position. And then as you get to it, it's like, oh, well, do we have Sammy? Like, what happens? Things like that. And so um, do you course correct in a situation like that? Like, just what are your overall thoughts on, you know, how early you call it and when do you make adjustments and not? So the the two biggest storylines of this WrestleMania were Cody Rhodes mm-hmm. in the world title and the bloodline slash Sammy and KO and, you know, Jay and Jimmy and kind of that whole thing. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, the bloodline's a multi-year storyline at this point. Yeah. Cody is a one-year storyline. Maybe Cody would have won at SummerSlam as opposed to WrestleMania if he hadn't gotten hurt. Who knows? But the point is that you're 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 filling, and granted, you're filling stadiums because of WrestleMania, not necessarily because of any matches, because they sold most of those tickets before any matches were announced. Right. But your your biggest draws at these shows were storylines that were one and multi-year long. And even the one that was one year long, Cody, well, it's kind of multi-year because of Roman. So what do we learn? We learn that long-term great stories are what drive interest in pro wrestling. So you, you have to you have to keep doing this. I mean, this is the reason why you can't be ripping ripping up scripts at seven o'clock on Monday nights. This yeah. is why you have to. Now, it doesn't mean you have to say, okay, uh, next year's WrestleMania, we're going to make uh, Austin Theory the guy, or yeah, you don't have to do that. But just really looking at it and saying we can always abort early on a storyline. But oh, here comes a dive. Now that was a tease from last year because last year was the one where he almost broke his damn neck. Yep. Um, so you know they 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 have to be thinking okay, not all the time, but but when we see opportunities, how can we do long term storytelling? So hey, we really think. Gunther is going to be a major star. We really love Austin Theory. I mean, even Austin Theory, they were teasing the Cena thing for what, six months now? Yeah. So how do we, I mean, I just feel like they're going to be trying as hard as they can to map out as many long-term storylines as possible. 
Mm-hmm. And if you think Gunther's the guy, what do you do with Imperium? How do you elevate them? Do you potentially at some point break them up? Who do they feud with? And 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 I'll tell you this too, Jeff. Stick with these damn things. Because mm-hmm. I will tell you, and I'm curious what you think. I would have told you, you know, ugh, um, what's what's the name of uh Rhea Ripley and uh Dom? What what's their faction? Oh yeah, the the faction. Yeah, I I don't know why it's escaping me right now, too. Oh, yeah. We're gonna get ripped on Twitter, but whatever. Okay. How, how are we both forgetting this? Judgment Day. Judgment Day, yes. Okay, so Judgment Day. The, the the stop start with Edge and then getting him out of it. Okay, like really bad, right? Like really not not good. But they stuck with it, and Rhea is a bigger star. Dom, who oh he's terrible, he's now a star. So I just you stick with these things. Good things happen. That that's the moral of the story. So I think you're going to see more and more long term storyline. Yeah. Uh, more and more planning and another wrinkle to this if they end up getting um the um the the betting uh ability i think i sent you that article yes you did yep so if from what i understand if michigan and illinois or whoever the states are if they say hey you can legally bet on wwe no different than betting on the Oscars because we know who's going to win, but we keep it under, you know, um, seal until it's announced. They're going to have to lock in the winners of these storylines and not tell anyone way prior. Yep. They're- I saw something that not even creative can know. Oh, yeah. So I, I guess that means as uh, an officer in a publicly traded company, uh, Paul Levesque will be the only one that knows. And he right. will be lock and key and it'll be audited by Ernst and Young. How crazy is that? It and, and you know it's all part of the sale is what they're saying. That's why, you know, so much of this is what it's focused on. But yeah, like and there's already some states that have said they won't do it. Um but yeah, just the fact that the conversation's even being had is crazy. Uh, yeah. Well, and, and and I I think it's fun. Like to me, I think it's I think it's like interesting. I mean, it's just another wrinkle, right? It's another mm-hmm. thing that they have to you know consider. And so, oh hey, I you know what I realized because we were out of rhythm last week with our uh, with our um, you know covering the entire match and not doing the traditional build uh, payoff yep. and aftermath. What do we forget to do? I don't know. Our payoff rankings. Oh shit, we didn't. Yeah, that's right. Okay, yeah. so one to ten, what's your payoff ranking for the? We're Iron going Man? back a week, and we're going to do that. Uh, that match, I would give it a eight because of just the historical significance that it has. I think the match overall was. I agree with the. It started slow, but then it got there in the end. But at the same time, like. I did not have a problem with some of the, 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 you know, oh, no pinfalls or the short sudden death time. That part didn't bother me as much. And so I'd probably ding it just because it could have been a better wrestling match itself because I we know what those guys are capable of. Doesn't mean it was bad what we got. But, yeah, I'll sit. I'll put it at an eight. How about you? Uh, 
I'm a I'm a nine point five. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Because of the coronation, the way it was done, the entrance, the hour long, never been done before. Brett and Sean, the entire history. You know, I'm a I'm I think that's among the better things that have ever been done in the history of professional wrestling. Interesting. Very cool. Okay. But I know that's that. Right. I know that match is very polarizing, and some people just completely disagree. Which yes, but okay, whatever. So it'll be fine. Um, yeah, yeah, we did. We totally forgot. Wow, I was like, what do we not do? Like, there you go. All right, these guys. Uh, well, fast start, but now we're kind of slowing things down a little bit here. We got a rest hold with Taker or uh, excuse me, Michaels. And maybe even with a broken ankle, I can't imagine the Undertaker tapping out in WrestleMania. So working, working the ankle there. Yep. Good stuff here. Do you see the quote a few weeks ago that Jericho says that he and Mox and Danielson are in charge of the AEW locker room and Tony's Tony's fucked if he loses the locker room? I saw that he stepped up after the elite stuff. I didn't follow up with a bunch more of the quote on that one, but I saw that he felt the need to become that locker room leader after the locker room kind of fell apart. Yeah. Or had, you know, the behind the scenes nonsense, whatever the hell it was. Yeah. Um, we still don't know, but whatever. Um, yeah. I so I saw have to be, I think they're, when I say they, I really mean Tony. I think Tony's got to be very, very, very careful. And I, I will tell you that I think, AEW, oh man. So Tombstone two outside. Both guys out. And you said this is no DQ, right? Yep, no DQ, no count out. Yep. So I thought maybe it was going to end in a count out right here. So here, here's why I think AEW is on very, very thin ice. And, and, and oh, by the way, I completely will change that stance. If and when they get a big new TV deal, yep. okay? that's that's the business we're in. We're in we're in TV content. They and don't streaming. Yeah, they're not making money on pay per views. They're making money off TBS, TNT, someone giving them a whole bunch of money for their weekly content. And yep. maybe pay per views will end up on there. Maybe they won't. But pay per views, you know, look, they got 175 thousand buys. Half that goes to the cable companies. So you're at I mean, you're you're whatever you're making two million a pay per view that that's just nothing okay you're only doing four pay per views so you're making yeah. under ten million oh by the way you have to produce them and you know I mean so they're not making a ton of money on pay per views they make money off TV so if AEW gets a massive TV deal or a significant upgrade then my feelings on AEW change that being said. It doesn't seem like that's a guarantee. They they could end up getting a similar deal to what they have now, or they might have to produce more content and it'll go up. But I don't necessarily think their TV deal is going to go up from fifty million to two hundred million. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. So TV revenue doesn't seem like it's going to go up significantly. All indications are they are not profitable. And it best their break even. So tell me what the path is here. Because 
WWE can pay anyone anything, meaning Kenny Omega's next contract it, expiring it soon. Be, yep. It has to be higher, right? Yep. And and Triple H could say, Hey, two and a half million a year guaranteed. We'll give you Cody money. Yep. So does Tony match that? Well, he's already not making money. And and I hate to say it, but how much money is Kenny Omega generating for you? He hasn't been in the main event for a while. He's been hurt. You know, are 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 is Kenny Omega generating any new eyeballs to your product? He's already generated everyone he's going to. Okay. Young Bucks, Triple H. Hey, give you guys a couple million each and let you wrap up your careers uh in, in major spots at WrestleMania's. And you know Cody's gonna say, yeah, you know, working here is great. Triple H is great. Love it here. Okay. So and 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 Tony can't Tony Khan cannot compete with WrestleMania stage. All things no. being equal, there there is no comparison. And we're gonna put you in Saudi Arabia and in Puerto Rico and in that Montreal crowd and uh, London. I mean, you, you look at the worldwide stage that WWE performs on, and then WrestleMania is going to have 70,000 people two nights in a row, and the Royal Rumble is just going to be badass because it always is, and SummerSlam is going to be in front of 80,000 people. There's just something about that that's special. Yep. Okay? So, super kick here. Well, and I think that the, especially so, so, so let me, let me so, yeah. so the point is is that everyone's contract is going to come up and WWE for the most part is probably going to offer them more money. So Tony is at least going to have to match that even if they want to say. So his payroll is only going to go up. Yep. Okay. So he's either going to have to spend a lot more money than he's spending now or he's going to lose foundational pieces of his product without the ability to make new stars has aw made new stars who who have they made a new star mjf who else mox well, came as a made man jericho came as a made man young box omega sting sting they're all they're all made men they're already stars so so tony can't make stars his payroll's going to go up his tv revenue may not go up They've proven over the last few years that they can keep a very loyal audience of 800,000 a week or whatever that number is. Yep. But they're not able to grow the product. They've never been able to grow the product. Nice bump, CM Punk. There is no other CM Punk out there. He was the only one. You know, he had been away for years. He had a big following. There is no one else out there like that. Well, and at the end of the day, did he really help your product? Like, yeah, but like, it's not like you were popping three, four million. Like EM Punk got you uh, one or two really good um, pay-per-view buy rates yep. and temporarily spiked your TV viewership by call it 20%. Do those but, two, do those two things equate to the millions that he was paid? Probably broke even on them. Yep. At the end of the day. CM yep. Punk, yeah. CM Punk wasn't a home run. It was it was a good move, but probably a good move. Maybe not even a good move, but it wasn't a great move. Well, and there is to all your points. Like, what what has been some of the biggest news that we've seen out of AEW the first part of this year? It's been contract dealings because they started late 2019 or yeah 2019. You know, by the way, 
How often do you hear it coming out WWE contracts? Almost unless, never. So Tony Sasha and Naomi breaking it. Yeah. But Tony, get your get your shit in order. Get your get your troops in order. Tell them to shut yep. up. That stuff should not be public. I should not know about it. You should not know about it. And especially when it's like it's Omega. It's the Young Bucks. Like it's the elite. Like if you're talking about literally that, like those people potentially leaving, whether it's all worked or whatever, who knows? But also, like, it doesn't mean that the reports coming out of also WWE is interested in them. Like, I'm right there with you. Big spot here, Undertaker. Oh, nope, missed it. Um, like you can't tell me that even though Tony Khan, yes, he's got money and can do all this stuff. With the con- with some of their contracts, WWE will always be able to match or pay them more. Always, always. every single time. Like, and so yeah, and, and, and so much of it depends. Okay, Cody left, and they saw how like perfect it can be. Well, what if just for the shit's sake, you know? Okay, Omega shows up the the Raw after, and then then they start Cody, that Cody thing. This Cody thing is the worst thing that could have happened to him. Right. Yep. And so, like, doing all that, yeah. Got most of it there. Michael's off the top rope to an Undertaker on the Spanish announce table. And Michael's selling like a million bucks even after he did the move. Yep. Um, so yeah, but no, wrap wrap up your point. So yeah, I'll just yeah, like we're gonna keep hearing this year is gonna be the year of contracts because we're also in injury time, and so that's why Omega's deal is not ending for a couple months. Like if you include suspension time, like they've got that same clause that WWE has, where if you get hurt, we can add time to your contract, and so which feels kind of fucked, but also at the same time, like I get it. Um, and so, yeah, it's just going to be in, like, this is going to be the year uh, it's a it, worth three, four years now, like for some of these people showing up. So something's got to change with some of them. I heard Brian cage, you know, is another name that I've seen like floating around. Like you can't tell me that Wardlow is happy coming out of the last pay-per-view. Like, you know, I, I think I texted you texted me yeah. something and I texted you like, like, he's like, they're burying the guy. They won't give him the run he like the, the run he deserves. Like, you know, I feel like it's you know, there's there are some WWE people like that too, but like you man, were given, it, like you were given Goldberg on a silver platter with Wardlow. He yep. squashes MJF. What I mean, how do you not do anything with him? That's the easiest thing in the world. You give him yep. that whatever it was, whatever title it was, the I forget which one they which one he had. Well, they're renaming shit now, so yeah. yeah. You give him that title, and you have him beat the shit out of everyone on the roster. Giant super kick, yep. Boom, and then guess what? Title versus title with MJF. There's a pay-per-view right there. Come on. Well, and I, How do you screw that one up? And like the, like the comparison, like I, it's almost sad making this comparison, but like <laughs> carrying cross, like dude, it's just like they, yeah, they can't but catch. Ward, but Wardlow was in a whole different category, man. I and agree, yeah, but I'm saying like there's some of these names, like it's just uh, you know whether who knows what affected it, but you know it just it it hurts. But like Wardlow's one, like yeah, they just. I, I, you know, okay. Do you put, do you send him down to ring of honor and let him like, I, no, like, I don't want that. Like, I want to see the dude. He's a giant, like he's a monster. Like he should be like a brawn. You should be booking him that way. And they're just not. All right. So Michael's hit a super kick. Two count. Get 
sweet tip. Oh, no, 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 no. Giant choke slam. Everyone standing. Place How did the back. Undertaker deliver that choke slam? But can he get the cover? Okay, if you could take one guy from AEW and put him in WWE and vice versa, what would you do? Uh, well, we're talking about him. I would move like Wardlow. I feel like there's things you could do um, that, like you know, there's there's enough people for him to take on, and he's big guy, but he's not so big like an almost where it, it's like unwieldy. Like he could actually have, and he has demonstrated he can have some incredible matches. And then the, the crazy one that I would flip over to AEW because they need is Bray. I'm okay. sick of I'm sick of them sitting on whatever the hell Bray Wyatt's gonna do. Like many, like you need to do something with him. Like I, I, we've had months of story building. Like 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 I've said, the he said one match. Like come on, two at this point. Like just. It's just not worth it to me anymore. Like, let's put him over there. Let him let him do some weird shit with Darby Allen or Sting or who like, who gives it. Like, I just don't get it. What about you? Give me Omega in WWE. Okay. And then who you send in? And then, yeah, for the hell of it, put uh put AJ in uh, uh AEW for a little while. That'd be interesting to see. Yeah, okay. who's been hurt, which should be yeah. having his return yeah, any time now. Yeah. I think it'd be really interesting. All yeah. right, so Sean kicks out of the uh, tombstone. Taker's up. Sean's down. Strap coming down. Here we go, yep. Michaels is twisted. Michaels' body is bent. Huh? It's a great moment. <clears throat> Perhaps Michael's crawling up, or crawling his way up. Taker, yep. Listen. Could have said, "I'm sorry, I love you." Right? Yeah, it may make for a whole different situation. It's a great. Oh boy, Michael's giving the throat shop sign to Taker. Oh, jumping to the stone, Jesus. Wrote. <clears throat> the All end right. of the career. Yep. Let's get into 
the aftermath. Oh, it's time for the aftermath. What'd you think? That was pretty good, actually. There was like it didn't really stop. They told a great story, like just really good stuff. Agreed. Yep, absolutely. How about you? Um, I, I mean, I, I really liked it. Mm-hmm. Great, great match. I don't, you know, I how how else do you end? Shawn Michaels' career. I mean, what other opponent was there? What other guy was there? I, yeah, I, I don't know in this era. I mean, the only the only thing I'll tell you is that they they it was impossible to top the WrestleMania 25 match. Mm. So part of me says, you know, perhaps I would have considered: is there someone else that could have gotten the rub? other than Taker um, that, you know, could have done that. You know, so just looking at this show, uh, okay, you know, they had done the Cena thing before. He had feuded with Batista before. Um, Triple H wrestled Sheamus in a 16-minute match. Do you you end it with Triple H? Mm Mm-hmm. At WrestleMania because they had never done WrestleMania before. I might I might suggest that just looking at who was on this show, I might suggest that would have been better. And again, great match, great spectacle. Don't get me wrong, nothing wrong with it. I'm being a little nitpicky. I just it's tough to go back to back and say, hey, one of the greatest matches of all time. We're going to do the same thing again. How, you you can't even if this was a better match, it wouldn't be a better match because people wouldn't remember it as being a better match. It was right. impossible to top the first one they did, just impossible. So yeah. I might I might argue that again, I, I I would have considered you know ending it with him and Triple H. I also don't, and I know oh you go out on your back and you do the honors. No, oh, Undertaker won his last match and. Didn't seem to hurt AJ. AJ's still a star, right? So mm-hmm. would it have hurt to just say, you know, I I actually hate the career stipulation. Nobody takes them seriously because they never last just like this one didn't, okay? So I would have rather said, I'm going out the way I came in. You know, I'm going to – I challenge anyone, you know, to a match, my final match. And you make it Triple H. Everything they're doing right now with Taker, I would have done this with Triple H and, and, and mm-hmm. potentially had Sean win. That's where I stand on it. What about you? Yeah, I think I'm like, I agree with the hype of the, the previous year. Like, there's just, you know, it's so difficult. And, and I think we're trained anymore, like a retirement match or a career match. Like, it just doesn't happen. It's just not what it used to be. Like it just it changed, you know, it's just, you're just not getting that anymore. And so we're trained almost at this point to not believe it because like, why would we? So um, yeah, it's difficult. And he was showing like, yeah, this was the retirement match, but then Saudi Arabia money will change They turn anybody's head. So um, well, you know, I'd rather part- him just win in his last match and go out. Right.
Yeah, I don't know. I I I would have I would have gone him and Triple H and had him beat Triple H. Them hugging in the middle of the ring. Sean goes out. Maybe maybe even you know those two hug and then you play the DX music. They do their DX thing. Triple H, yep. you play sexy boy. That's how you end the show. I never sad. thought about that until now, but just watching it, I'm like, yeah, too similar to last year. Yep. All right, let's get down, get into the aftermath. You ready? We already did. Oh yeah, you have, to, you have to give us the aftermath. Yeah, I'm going to give you the aftermath. Yeah, I know. Let's so, all right. So this one, it was actually the uh, Michael still had his farewell address to the fans on this one. Of course, it was you know kind of you know, a lot of it circled around him or was focused on him. Um, you know, it thanked all the fans, Brett. Triple H, all that, just different people. Undertaker, of course, came out and did his thing as well, too. Um, but then, uh, of course, getting attacked by <laughs> Sheamus, which, sure, okay, putting over Sheamus, that's fine. It worked out okay. So, um, this is kind of funny on that sense. We all know the Taker, the streak continued for a couple of years and all that. So, uh, Taker was number eight. Sean was actually unranked this year. Um, but uh, Observer newsletter on this one. Undertaker pinned Sean. Uh, his build is streak versus career. Michaels came out fast using a speed to avoid Taker. They had uh, the Undertaker did a jumping tombstone for the pin. They had a big fireworks display at this point while Undertaker helped Michaels to his feet. The two shook hands and hugged. Michaels looked to the sky and fans were cheering for him and chanting his name. Uh, and he started to cry. He gave a huge, he got a huge reaction leaving and on this stage said that his kids would probably get sick of him after he was home for three weeks. Uh, pretty much another epic match uh four and three quarter stars just shy of uh five so yep tom where are you gonna rank this one we'll make sure to do our rankings this week yeah you know so again i mean Shawn michaels send off retirement where do i rank this um it it wasn't flair mm -hmm. it wasn't it wasn't as good as flair i can tell you that um again i would have gone with triple h I would have put Sean over. I would have incorporated the DX thing and the sexy boy thing. I would have had him go out, you know, a little bit differently. So, um, again, not th this is like a this is a nine. I'm just telling yeah. you, what I would have liked for us to get to a ten. Yeah, I'm with it. Yeah, I, I'm, I was at an eight and a half. And so because I think it was it was actually an above average match, like I thought, oh, especially for where great, these guys are, yeah. where these guys were in like their, you know, past their primes. We knew that, you know, at the end of their careers in a lot of way, Undertaker still would, you know, he had some bad matches after this, but not going to blame that necessarily. But yeah, I think that um if you're you know and also if you're gonna send someone off it's still there's nothing to to be upset about because they still sent him off and did a good job so um yeah i'm at eight and a half on this one okay oh fun yeah absolutely good stuff next week's gonna be interesting because i i kind of remember that sucking yeah, and so next, so we're gonna stay. Well, kind of some spoilers here. We're gonna stay on the road to WrestleMania here, um, but we're doing the McMahon Four Corners, and yeah, it was there was some really weird stuff that happened around it. Uh, we got a you know Chris Jericho Triple H match after that. We got then we got a, a kind of a hidden gem, but then we're gonna do some some WCW, some ECW. We've actually got some Ring of Honor. We're gonna do some weird stuff in May, kind of leading up to, of course, the Double or Nothing and the uh, King and Queen of the Ring show. 
shows. So we got some good stuff. We got our summer mapped out a little bit here. So we're uh, it's gonna be some good times with the payoff. And then yeah, uh, early June number two hundred. Like who you know, we got some good stuff planned for the the rest of the the summer. So yeah, love it. Cool. All right, I'll send them all happy, my friend. All right. Well, we appreciate you. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next week on an all-new episode of The Panel.